Hello and welcome to Serrated Edge. Today my brother is going to be reading George's Marvelous Medicine by Roald Dahl. George's Marvelous Medicine by Roald Dahl. Oh gosh. We are after animal dogs. In the kitchen, George the put cook the cooker. In the kitchen, George put the saucepan on the stove and turned up the gas flame underneath it as high as it would go. George came the awful voice was from the next room. It's time for my medicine. Not yet, Grandma. Aunt George called back. There's still 20 minutes before 11 o'clock. What mischief are you up to in there now? Granny screeched. I hear noises. George said that best not not to ooh, ooh, answer this one. He found a long wooden spoon in a kitchen drawer and began in stirring hard. The stuff in the pot got hotter and hotter. Soon, then the marvelous mixture began to froth and foam. The rich blue smoke, the color of peacocks, rose from, from the surface of the liquid, and a fiery, fearsome smell filled the kitchen. It made George choke and stare. It was a smell unlike any he had smelled before. Or it was brutal, well, and, and it was a brutal and bewitching smell, spice, spicy and, and staggering, fierce and frenzied, and full of wizardry and magic. Whenever he got a whiff of it up his nose, those firecrackers ran, went off in his skull, when an electric trickle was was ran, ran along the backs of his legs. It was wonderful to stand there for stirring this amazing mixture and to watch it uh, smoking blue and, bibs, and bubbling and frothing and, and foaming as though it were alive. At one point, when he could have sworn when he saw bright, bright spark flashing in the swirling foam. And suddenly, he, George, would find himself dancing around the steaming pot, chanting, strange word that that came into his head out of nowhere. Fiery broth and witches brew, brew, brew from, from, foamy froth and witches blue. Sorry, witches brew and witches blue. Fume and spoon and spoon drift a spray. A fizzle swizzle, oh shout hooray. A watch it sloshing, swashing, sploshing, hear it hissing, squishing, spissing. Grandma better start to pray. Brown paint. Well, I guess we're going to do two chapters. George turned off the heat under the saucepan. Must must leave plenty of time for, for it to cool down. When all the steam and froth had gone away, he peered into the giant pan to see what color the, the great medicine now was. It was a deep and brilliant blue. It needs more brown in it. 
Mr. George said. Simply must be brown and she'll get suspicious. George ran outside and dashed into his brother's two shed where all the paints were kept. There was a row of cans on the shelf, all colors, black, green, red, pink, white, and brown. He reached for the can of brown. And then was simply said, said simply dark brown and gloss paint one quart. He took a screwdriver and and prized off the lid. Prized with an S, not with a Z. The the can was as three quarters full. He rushed it back to the kitchen. He poured the whole lot into the saucepan. The saucepan was now full to the brim. Very gently, George stirred the paint into the mixture with the long one spoon. Aha! It was all turning brown, a lovely, rich, creamy brown. Where's that medicine of mine, boy? came in, in the voice from, from the living room. You're forgetting me. You're doing it on pur- purpose. I should tell your mother. I'm not forgetting you, Grandma. Uh, George called back, I'm thinking of you all the time, but there's st- still ten minutes to go. You're a nasty little maggot, the voice he screeched back. You're lazy and disobedient little worm, and you're going too fast. George fetched the bottle of Grandma's real medicine from the sideboard. He took look, look down down. He took out the cork and tipped it all down the sink. He then filled the bowl with his own magic mixture by dipping a small jug into the saucepan and using it as a pour. He replaced the cork. Had it cooled down enough yet? Not quite. He held the bowl under or, or the cold tap for a couple of minutes. The label came off off in the wet, but that didn't matter. Dried the bar, ball with a dishcloth. All was now ready. This was it. The great moment ha- had arrived. Medicine time, Grandma, he called out. I should hope so, too, came the grumpy reply. The silver tablespoon in, in, in which the medicine was always is given and lay ready on the kitchen sideboard. George picked it up. Holding the spoon in one hand and the bottle in the other, he advanced into the living room. Well, tomorrow, that will certainly be a very exciting episode. Not tomorrow. Well, next time. Next time we read this. This episode was produced by Gavin Snyder. That's yes. me, as yeah. always. It was narrated by Luke, by me, Luke Snyder. And um, shout out to Grandpa Aya in the Big Island of Hawaii. Um, if you like this episode, please subscribe wherever you listen, tell a friend about us, make a poster, 
Yeah. Send in uh, an audio recording. Or so whatever we can think. Or whatever you can think of. Why'd you interrupt me? Anyway. Yeah. Bye.